Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie and I am your host. It's going to sound a little bit different today uh, because it is... Man. It is 11.35 on Thursday night. I go to work tomorrow, so I still have to edit this and release it. So I wasn't going to set up my whole podcasting rig and then have to tear it down because I podcast in my closet. I think I've said that before, but there's the embarrassing truth of it. But I wasn't going to take set up my uh, podcasting rig and then tear it all down again. Uh, because it's so late, and then I still have to edit all this down. So I apologize if I'm a little bit um, down. I'm very tired. I'm very tired, and I have a extremely, like, if I'm just being 100% honest, and I'm probably giving too much information, but my job in the last couple of months has just sucked. It doesn't, my job does not have high morale right now as a general rule for people who work there. And it's not fun. So hopefully it improves soon. But all intents and all signs lead to no in the near term. It's just going to suck for a little bit. Anyway, that's probably not something you need to know, but again, like I said, I just have this uh, ton of nervous energy, and because I have all this nervous energy, I might come across as being a little manic, and hopefully that that does not uh, come off as off-putting, hopefully. So let's get right into the stories. I have a lot of stuff here. Um, the LA Auto Show is in town. Well, not in town, because I live in Phoenix. Uh, the LA Auto Show is happening. And uh, lots of announcements about EVs, electric vehicles, as you can imagine, and hybrids. I didn't, there was a lot of stuff that I that I sorted through tonight, and I didn't go through, I'm not going to report on everything, uh, because I just don't think it's relevant. And then also, um, there's so much stuff, I probably didn't get to a quarter of what was announced. So, sorry about that. If I missed something... Send me an email, which is uh, Bodie at 918digital.com, because I would really like to know if I missed something that was really important. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do three or four um, kind of long-form stories, how I normally do it, and then at the end I'm going to do headlines, because there's so much, like I said, there was so much stuff. 
And I'm going to walk around because, like I said, I have all this nervous energy. And because I have all this nervous energy, I don't feel like I can sit still. Um, tonight's going to be one of those nights when I take... Uh, I have a little drink after this while I'm editing. You know, a little uh, uh, bullet bourbon and some Coke. And then right before bed, I'll take a little melatonin. And hopefully I can sleep for six hours. Just been, like, just going to be honest, like... Sleeping has been a big pain in the butt lately. Anyway, this first story comes from Electric, Fred Lambert. Um, so, uh, automakers, ICE, uh, mostly automakers, obviously, internal combustion engine, that's what that stands for. Uh, they're asking President-elect Trump to not make them produce EVs. Uh, they they want Trump to modify the requirement uh, that makes automakers the the fleet like everything they produce has to average fifty miles per gallon by twenty twenty five. They say this is too hard. It's going to cost too much money. Um, but here's the facts. I mean that hurts us as consumers uh, if Trump eases up on that requirement and all man. Pretty much because of his stance on climate change, Donald Trump's stance on climate change, this is probably going to happen uh, because he doesn't. Th- he thinks that it's made up and it's not real. So because of that, um, it's you know it, it it's going to hurt the U.S. consumer. Now let's pretend that it is made up and it's not real. It hurts the U.S. consumer in terms of um, if it's if it's real. Then it hurts the U.S. consumer in terms. It hurts the environment. If it's made up and it's not real, it hurts the U.S. consumer because they could have a vehicle that gets 50 miles per gallon on average, instead of a vehicle that gets 20 or 30 miles per gallon, thus saving the U.S. consumer money. Um, a large portion of Americans are, I would say, uh, unless you are an oil exec, tired of the high gas. And oil, uh, tired of the oil and gas companies raising and lowering prices whenever they feel like it. It seems very arbitrary. Um, if gas jumps $20 a barrel, or excuse me, if oil jumps $20 a barrel, then gas immediately like has this huge fluctuation up and it costs a lot more money to now fuel up your car. But if gas, if oil drops $20 a barrel, it takes a couple of weeks for the gas and oil companies to start lowering those prices, which is really obnoxious and almost, it seems almost criminal. Like my wife and I, we're lucky we can afford to absorb those costs. Um, but it's not, like if you can't afford, if you could barely afford to go to work and uh, those those prices are jumping up so high and so quick you're you're really putting the strain on people who are just trying to go to work and you know make a living and be a productive member of society um so the reason why this doesn't i don't think this is it's going to be a big deal if trump reverses it but there's there's the first camp that i was talking about where people are just sick and tired of them raising the prices around the holidays, you know, that happens a lot, uh, um, 
around summer driving that happens a lot people or just whenever they decide that it's time to print more money that happens so there you have that group of people and then you have another group of people who would like to reduce our dependence on fossil fuels so eventually those two people are or those two groups of people are going to come to realize and you know both of them probably already realize that it's a lot easier just to get an electric car or an hybrid car because it's going to save you money. Now, I realize that if you can barely afford gas to put gas in your car, then you're not going to go out and buy a $60,000 Tesla. Totally get that. Um, but in the next five years, it's going to be significant because there are Teslas selling, uh, for them, record numbers of Model S and Model Xs. And eventually... Right now, the the resale price of the Model S and Model X is high, mostly because uh, there's not a lot of them out there, so they're highly sought. With all the new like hardware two and all the other stuff that's coming out, that is going to flood the market in the next five years of these Model S's and Model X's down to a reasonable, more reasonable price, like something that I could afford. Now, in turn. The Model 3s are going to be coming out, and people keep their car for between 5 and 10 years, usually in the United States, from what I can gather. I know a guy that turns over three, four cars a, a year, which drives me crazy because he's always crying that he's broke, but he's not because he's buying all these cars. Maybe that's why he's broke. Anyway, uh, so the Model 3s will be out for you know five years or so, four or five years. And eventually, that will come into a price where maybe instead of spending thirty-five thousand dollars on a Model Three, you can get a used one for eighteen or nineteen, which will end up uh, being good for the consumer at all multiple income levels. So, um, and that just like I said, it makes it more accessible for people. And if I could, like, if I could buy a Model S with you know not a whole lot of miles on it. But if I could buy a, a nice Model S uh, with Hardware 1 technology for $40,000, that would be really interesting to me. Unfortunately, that price is right now is like at 50 somewhere around that range, uh, 55 and I, I can't swing that. Um, okay, so uh, I was going to wrap it up, but I had more. I wrote a lot about this. Uh, just wrote a lot about it. Just so you know, here's what I do. I I read the articles. I have an Apple iPad with an Apple Pencil. Yes, I'm an Apple dork. And I write all of my notes down. I thought I uh, I thought this article was finished, but apparently I've written more. My wife and I spend on average $250 a month. That's when gas is where it is now, which is $1.99 a gallon. We spend about $250 a month just on gas. Um, our goal, or my goal, is to get into a Model 3 or a similar car by 2020, somewhere in that range. Just because we have two fairly new cars, and we like to keep them for a long time, because once we pay them off, we have a Mazda CX-9, which immediately these are gas hogs, and a Chrysler Pacifica, which actually isn't as bad of a gas hog. Um, <clears throat> once we pay those cars off, we don't really generally like having payments of any kind, so... We'll probably keep them for a couple more years and then trade them in after we've paid them off. Just because that works with our budget. Um, but anyway, uh, 
the big worry, and there's an article about this and I'll put it in the show notes. The big worry is if Trump and the Republican House and Senate, if they try to make things difficult for Tesla and other electric car manufacturers, and that could be like as simple as not renewing the tax credits or you name it. They could do a lot of different things. I don't know if Trump's uh, got his hand in any oil companies or oil lobbyists or cozied up to him. Don't know. Um, he's a Republican, so I'm going to guess on some level he's had discussions with them. Um, he's used the word clean coal, which from what I understand and everything that I can read, that's not really a thing. Um, if it burns, it's going to put out... Um, um, if it burns, it you know, goes through uh, pyrolysis and then it burns and then it's going to put out products of combustion, which are not good. So, and I can, I can tell you this from my experience because we have a record number of firefighters in the United States that are getting cancer. And you could pretty much bet, this is what they're telling us, is if you're a firefighter, you're going to get cancer. You've pretty much, it's not 100% guarantee, but it's very high. And uh, this is uh, information that's come out in the last two to three years. But so there's nothing that tells me that if you're burning coal, which is not good to breathe, and you're putting that out into the atmosphere, even at that's very small parts per million, that's not healthy for people. Even if they say it is uh, so-called clean coal, it's, it's not healthy. Uh, moving on. Uh, this is from Autoblog. I don't know if I said who this was. The first one. The first one was Electric Fred Lambert. The second one is from Autoblog.com. Sebastian Blanco. The cheapest Model S, the Model S 60, is going to cost $2,000 more starting November 22nd. This is the baseline model. It has 218 miles of range. It goes 0 to 60 in 5.5 seconds. And the next step up is is significant i think it's like seventy five thousand dollars for the model s 75 so um you know what sometimes you got to raise prices i i kind of understand why tesla's doing this uh you have until november 22nd to buy one at the lower price but i i mean i get it they they're they have a lot of stuff that's coming up uh for them the model three they're continuing working on the Model S and the Model X and improving those, and there's a lot of costs. It's going to be a very long time before Tesla sees, um, because they have so much infrastructure to put in, Tesla sees those real, um, like, scaling up. It's going to be a long time before they scale up, and they can really get the price down. And hopefully when they do that, they won't gouge you. They'll slowly lower the price over time, and so maybe the Model S now would start it in five, six years at $50,000. So I understand why they're raising the price um, to buy $2,000, which in the end, if you're spending $60,000 on a car, that's not that much. This is from EV Obsession, uh, James Eyre. Let's see, is this thing still going? It is still going. Okay, good. Uh, Tesla has unbundled many of the options that come standard in the United States and other countries in Germany. 
And so what this does, this unbundling does, is it allows the Model S to qualify for new incentives incentives in Germany uh, for electric vehicles. The vehicle, according to the rules, must cost less than 60,000 euros. And we have listeners in Germany. And we have a lot of new listeners. I'm not going to run down it to this episode because I don't know if that annoys people or not. But we have a lot of new listeners from a lot of different countries, which is really, really awesome and Thank you for listening. Sorry for interrupting this news story. Uh, in December, I'll run down all of the new listeners or from where everybody's listening because I think it's really cool to see that. Anyway, uh, the vehicle must cost less than 60,000 60, euros. Uh, buyers could qualify up uh, to a 4,000. Buyers could qualify for up to $4,000 in incentives, 4,000 euros in incentives. So, but the big question is, what won't you get for a car, a Model S that costs less than $60,000? Well, you don't get navigation. You don't get the backup camera. You don't get seat positioning memory, which I'm going to be 100% honest with you. None of my cars have, but I really wish they did because my wife is quite a bit shorter than I am. And anytime I get into the car after she's driven it and we have one of us, on days, because we work opposite schedules, so uh, we don't have to have daycare for our kids. So on the days that I go to work, she has the the minivan. Days that she goes to work, um, I have the minivan. So because of this, anytime I get into a vehicle that she's our, she had just been in, because we switch off so much, it is very uncomfortable. I'm not like a huge nine-foot-tall fat guy or anything like that, but... She's small enough where it is just, I just, I used to have a Jetta and I used to just fall into that car and like break um, private parts on the steering wheel because my wife would have the seat pulled up so much. I mean, it was just, it was uncomfortable. Anyway, so that's a deal breaker. I I would really like that on my next car. Uh, Folding mirrors, which seems silly, and internet radio. Uh, This brings the price of the Model S down to... Uh, just below 60,000 euros. And I'm I'm curious, and if you live in Europe, uh, send me an email, bodie at 918digital.com. Because uh, in the United States, we have Sirius X- XM. Is there another service out in Europe, or is that um, does Sirius XM work all around the world? I don't know why it wouldn't. It's a satellite. But, um, yeah, if you don't mind shooting me an email and letting me know. Really appreciate it. Next story comes from Fred Lambert. Uh, Tesla released uh, 8.0 for their software update back in, I don't know, September or something like that, Uh, which in the newest update to that 8.0 improves Tesla's autopilot so that it can uh, detect pedestrians. So not only does the car now recognize humans, um, it also, or excuse me, not only does the car recognize uh, vehicles such as trucks, cars, and motorcycles, it also recognizes humans. And when a human pops up, there's a little, on the instrument cluster, there's a hu- little human animation of like a, a dude walking. So that's super cool. Very innovative. And I like how Tesla just kind of has fun with their their instrument clusters. They have all, and they have little Easter eggs and things like that. It's, it's a fun car company to, to watch. Uh, this comes from inside EVs. The next one from 
This is the actual author's uh, name, Modern Marvel Fan. I like Marvel. Uh, Cadillac will be selling the CT6 plug-in hybrid in the spring of 2017. It'll give... Um, It'll offer 30 miles of electric range uh, and approximately 370 miles of gas, and that's a combined total of around 400 miles, giving the car a 65 mile per gallon rating. If you remember back on the first story, uh, we talked about how you need to get car makers by 2025 you need to get that number up over 50, so this would actually meet that goal. Um, this car is not cheap. It's $76,000. Um, that includes the destination charge. So when I first looked at this, I was like, $76,000 for a Cadillac seems way outside of where it should be. But the car actually, the CT6 without hybrid starts at $53,500 and maxes out at $87,500. So in the realm of pricing for this vehicle, the $76,000 mark isn't actually that bad, uh, depending on the trim, depending on what options it has. It doesn't seem like it's out of the norm for this level of car. However, I will say, um, at $76,000, I would just buy a Tesla. I wouldn't buy a car. Like, if you want a Cadillac... I don't think you care too much about the gas mileage. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Um, but you're buying the Cadillac be because it's Cadillac, not because it gets good good gas mileage. Um, so yeah, just get a Tesla. And this next one is from Tesla Roddy, uh, Caroline uh, Fortuna. Man, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration has a new regulation. So in September 2019, all electric and this is in the United States, all electric and um, hybrid light duty cars and trucks must make an audible noise under 19 miles an hour. Uh, this is so pedestrians can hear you. As a firefighter, I've had like, the, I, I can remember the first time I was working for Carson City Fire Department and we were doing something, helping a lady out in a trailer park. So the roads were kind of narrow. Um, there, it was in the middle of the day. There was nobody around. And um, I can't remember the exact reason why we were there. I think she needed to go to the hospital, but she didn't want to go by ambulance. So we were waiting for a friend to come and pick her up and take her to the hospital. Because you can't kidnap them and take them to the the uh, hospital. A lot of people think that. A lot of people think just because you show up and that you they call you, their family member has to go to the hospital because they've made the phone call. That's not the case. It's called kidnapping. So anyway, this lady agreed to go to the hospital. She can't drive herself, so a friend came to get her. I'm standing out in the, the front yard, or in the front, uh, it's not really a yard, the road, and uh, I hear a little honk. I did not hear this Prius come up behind me. It was so quiet. Now, I'm mostly deaf because of being a firefighter. But it was so quiet, I didn't even hear it come up from behind me. And I've had that situation happen several other times in my career as a firefighter. And it's spooky. It is spooky when you turn around and there's a car two feet away from you. It stopped because, you know, they're they're not going to run you over, hopefully. 
but it's spooky because normally you try and keep your head on a swivel and, and kind of have awareness for what's going on around you. And if you can't hear it, you just don't, you don't think of looking back for a air car to come up and blast you out of the road. Um, Tesla has a plan for this. I'll add the, the article, the show notes. It was like, it had like, um, like patent filing, um, line art and all this other stuff. And I just didn't want to get into it. So now we're going to do the headlines. Uh, biggest headline I think today is Tesla and solar city, uh, shareholders approve the merger by more than 85%, which is pretty unanimous. If you ask me, the uh, next one is model S is the most loved vehicle in 2016. America's most loved vehicle in 2016. I don't know who who voted on that. The Tesla roof will cost less than traditional roofs, and that's before electrical savings, electricity savings. Now I have a friend who's a roofer, and I was going to ask him what that means, but roofing prices vary. You know, in Arizona, we have largely tile roofs. There are some shingle, but the style is mostly tile. Uh, whereas when I lived in... Uh, Nevada, it was a lot of shingle roofs because of the snow. And I lived in Alaska, it was a lot of um, metal roofs. So pricing is going to vary on this. I don't know where Elon Musk is getting his, his, uh, you know, um, I don't know where he's getting his information because the cost of replacing a roof or putting on a roof, new roof, varies wildly around the country and world, depending on what you're using. France will stop using coal by 2023. Um, They may introduce a carbon tax on U.S. goods if the U.S. pulls out of climate agreements. This goes back to Donald Trump's thoughts on climate change. Model 3, I don't know if this is reservation holders or all Model 3 owners, uh, will get free long-distance charging uh, if they own a Model 3. So we talked about last week where Tesla will give you 400 miles, or 400 kilowatt hours, which is about 1,000 miles a year. Um, in this case, um, it looks like if you're not a local, like if I don't go down to my local Phoenix uh, supercharger, um, and if I'm in California, I'll get free charging if I'm California. But if I come back to Phoenix and try to use that supercharger, I'm going to have to pay. That's what it sounds like. Um, Elon Musk gives a private tour to the South Korean in- energy minister. Yeah, obviously, South Korea, China, all these uh, Asian countries, as well as European countries... The Model 3 is going to, you know, there's a lot of uh, components, electrical components that go in these uh, Tesla vehicles. So, you know, it makes sense that, you know, they're trying to give a private Model 3 tour to the energy minister of South Korea because they want those components. Like Samsung is, I think, the biggest company in South Korea. Um, So it makes sense that you kind of want to coddle up to those folks. Uh, to to keep everything running smoothly. Uh, Mazda to add. Uh, Mazda will add electric cars to their 2019 lineup, which is about time. 
Car and Driver says its car of the year is the Chevy Bolt. Um, I don't know how they can determine that. Um, I mean, I'm guessing Car and Driver had early access to the Bolt, but it's really, for all intents and purposes, not even out yet. Jaguar announces a 220-mile range I-Pace uh, car at the electric car at the LA Auto Show. I am going to guess that that is a very expensive vehicle. According to Turo, T-U-R-O, um, which I'm guessing it's a startup that allows people to rent out their Teslas based on the article. Excuse me, based on the article headline. Uh, Tesla owners can make an average of $923 renting out their car seven days a week. I'm on duty uh, 48 hours a time, eight, um, which is effectively eight days a month. So for me, if my wife and I bought a Model S, I could probably make that payment. The problem is uh, I don't want somebody driving my car. I don't want somebody smoking in my car, in my $60,000 or whatever car. That, that would not make me happy. But I could do it. Uh, theoretically. Uh, Elon Musk says the Tesla 3 model, excuse me, the Tesla Model 3's battery will be 30% more dense than the Model S, which makes sense. It's got to be smaller, but provide a similar range. Uh, Hyundai will have four new electric vehicles in 2020. You know what? I don't think, like, I'm not, I don't, I don't particularly care for Hyundais, but I have been in a few. And I don't think Hyundai gets the credit they deserve because back in the day when I was in high school, a Hyundai was a piece of crap. Now, like the last couple of Hyundais I've been in, they're actually pretty nice cars. I still, I'm not a fan of the fit and finish and that's kind of an important thing to me. I know it's really petty. I don't, I'm not a fan of their fit and finish, but their cars are quite nice. So good on you, Hyundai. Elon Musk and SpaceX SpaceX will be featured on Nat Geo's Mars, which is out now. It's a mini-series. Tesla um, took 6% of the U.S. luxury car market. Uh, awesome. Mitsubishi shows off a long-range electric vehicle. And uh, then the final story. This is actually a little bit more of a story story than a headline. Uh, 2017 Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid starts at $43,000, which will, with the tax incentives, will bring it down to $35,000. Um, it tops out at $46,000 with the tax incentives. That ends up being about $38,500. Excuse me. Um, it's coming in early 2017. It's going to have a 30-mile electric range and then on the rest on gas which gives it a, an 80-mile-per-gallon range, which was what we were talking about before, uh, where the government's requiring the fleet to have over a 50. That's a pretty good boost. Um, I don't know all of Chrysler's offerings in their vehicles, but that's a, that's a pretty good number. Here's the thing. Um, I, I really like our minivan. I never thought I would like a minivan. Uh, I can't remember which trim we got, but it's got the leather seats because our, our kids are messy. And we're constantly vacuuming out the car, but we didn't want to do cloth seats and ruin the cloth seats. So we got the leather seats. Um, unfortunately, because of the car, um, 
it was so hard to get the car. We had to get white interior, which I don't think we would have normally gotten, but it's held up pretty well. Um, it's got the TVs in the back for the kids, which we don't let them use very often, but for long trips is nice. It's got a nice big seven inch display in the middle of the, con on the console, uh, which controls everything. And that's nice because if you're trying, if you're hunting and pecking for, um, like the seat warmer or for, uh, the steering wheel warmer, which we just drove up to the mountains a week ago, and that steering wheel warmer was heaven. So, um, I don't know. If you're looking for a minivan, I highly suggest looking into this. And if the hybrid was available, like the car salesman, the pricing hadn't been announced, but the car salesman thought it'd be about, be uh, start at 48 and top out at 55. Like I said, we bought it at 37 or 38,000. So that was at the top of our, it was really like maybe a hundred or a couple thousand dollars more than what we felt comfortable with. We've been able to, to afford the payment just fine, but it was more than what we, we felt comfortable with. But if you can afford this car, now remember, you're going to pay, um, if it's $43,000, you're going to pay $43,000 and then you get the tax incentive added or subtracted from your tax burden in the next year in April, 2015. So you're not going to see that $7,500, um, right away that, that change, but if you can afford it and you're looking to buy a minivan, I would highly suggest that it. it's a great car. I've been very happy with it. Um, and that 30 miles, they say that most people's driving is done within 30 miles of their home. And I would say that's accurate. Even if I drove up to, the mall, which is quite a bit of ways from where I am. I think that's 18 miles. So most of my trip, if I could charge at the mall, most of my trip, even to the mall would be, um, you know, on electric miles. But like I said, we thought it was going to be quite a bit more than it actually turned out to be. So we just went ahead. And even if it was available, I don't even think we could have done it then. It just would have been too much of a burden on us. Um, but that's it. That is our show. Thank you very much for listening. Um, let's just run down this real quick. If you want to send me an email, which no one has yet, it's Bodie at 918digital.com, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. You can hit me up on Twitter. Again, lots of new Twitter followers, which is great. Uh, it's 918digital on Twitter phone number if you want to call or I think you can even text it. It's a Google voice number. It's 918-401-0071. Text messaging rates may apply. Um, if you don't mind, leave a review on uh, your favorite podcatcher. Oblivious is a podcast I do where I just review stuff. So if you or talk about stuff I like, it's probably more accurate. And then my sticker pack, I've combined the two sticker packs that I have available together. And so, um, the, uh, you can get it for 99 cents. I'll put a link to the link to it in the show notes and that's it. That's the whole podcast, man. It is, I think it's a long one. Let's see here. 34, 35 minutes. Yeah, it's a long one. 
So without further ado, have a good weekend. Uh, next week is in the U.S. is Thanksgiving. So I will record everything on Wednesday, but it'll still release on Friday. Just to try and keep things consistent. All right. Be good, everybody. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.